You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 16th, 2021. My name is Philip Rossweigel, the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about draft strategy. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, why, how I think the Magic should approach this draft, why, it, what, what their goals should be, um, if they can be goals, uh, how they should go about achieving it, or, or, or what their mindset should be heading into the draft. We'll talk a little bit about the big debate that the Magic are facing in this draft as well, and then go over a few items from my latest big board, which is now posted at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. So a full draft episode here on Locked On Magic. Before we do any of that, though, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Searching Gravity Download Podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Lando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Milwaukee Bucks and Phoenix Suns ahead of Game 5 of the NBA Finals on Saturday? Check out Locked On Bucks and Locked On Suns. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or college, too, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment isn't the end game, it's the whole game. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy a Michelob Ultra today. So, the Orlando Magic obviously have the 5th and 8th picks coming up in, in the NBA draft. And, you know, those numbers have meaning, for sure. You know, there's, it, it's, it's a lot easier to get a, a, a star player higher up in the draft. Um, it's not impossible to get star players later in the draft, but the 5th and 8th pick represent two opportunities, two bites at the apple, if you will, to get uh, talented players, to, to add talent and skill to this roster, to add something to this roster. And, and you know, I, I, I think I've mentioned a lot of the points I'm going to make, at least in this segment previously, but, but I feel like, you know, we're two weeks away from now. Having one place to, um, to really focus on, on these strategies and these thought processes I think is really important. So I just want to reiterate these points. Uh, if you're a long-time listener, you've probably heard these. If you're a first-time listener, this is going to be some good, good information for you. Um, I think it's really, really easy to get sucked in to this idea of the number. You know, he's, a, he's the, you know, I, I hear this argument all the time. Mo, Mo Bamba is a sixth pick in the draft. You've got to expect more from him. And I always tell people like, no, like that, that doesn't matter. Like, yes, you want to get a lot out of your sixth pick, but look, the Suns took DeAndre Ayton number one. He's not better than Luka Doncic. He's not better than Trey Young. But the Suns don't view that as a bad pick. The Suns are very, very happy right now with who they picked with the first overall pick in that draft. Draft picks, draft players that are taken in the draft are like cars. Are like cars. They start to lose value the moment you drive them off a lot. No one cares if you're the 13th pick like Devin Booker was. No one cares if you're the 15th pick like Giannis Antetokounmpo was. Where you are picked... It might add a little bit of pressure to you, for sure. Um, especially if, if someone behind you was better or turned out to be better. Um, you know, just ask Marvin Williams. But to me, the goal of any draft is to get quality player. If you get a good player, if you get someone who could contribute to your team, that's a good draft. I mean, I hate to say it. Like, 
just get someone that can actually function on an NBA floor. I mean, you look at the Magic's draft picks under Jeff Weltman, Mo Bamba is really the only one right now that's uh, any question, but Jonathan Isaac can play on an NBA floor. Cole Anthony, Chumo Kiki, you know, the Magic have done decently in the draft. Now, certainly you've got to find ways to find value later in the draft, and certainly higher up, you've got to find some some supreme value. Um, You know, you don't want to just take a player that works. You want to have some ambition. But, but at the end of the day, where your pick does not matter. Um, that's really, really important because what's really important to me is that the Magic get their person, get their guy. You've often heard me probably say this. The Magic should go get their guy. And by this I mean the Magic need to identify the player that fits their philosophy, that fits their team, that fits what they want to become, especially right now as a rebuilding team. You know, right now, the Magic don't need to be super concerned about needs. I mean, their needs are finding a star and shooting. And I think that's really where the Magic should focus their attention in this draft. But I've I've told everyone that I know this, if Jalen Green is the Magic's guy, if, if, the, if the Magic are convinced that Jalen Green needs to be on their team, go make a trade to make it happen. You know, to, to the extent that you think that's the guy. If they think James Booknight is the guy. They, they, say, they see James McKnight or they see Keon Johnson. They say, that guy is our star. I don't care what every mock draft says. I don't care if mock drafts say that he's not the fifth pick in the draft. Don't risk him not being there at eight. Take him five. The beauty of having two picks in this draft and two picks in the top 10 is you have that little bit of a backstop to add a second player. You can take a reach on one player knowing that you've got a safety pick in your back pocket. To me, that's the strategy I would use. To me, what's really important, the number one priority for the Magic this this draft is get their guy. They're going to have options. I mean, obviously the top four will be gone, but if the Magic identifies someone later in the draft or someone that that no one is thinking of, the quote-unquote secret stars of every draft, there are always secret stars in every draft, if the Magic identify a player like that, why wait for eight? Why stick to the trends? Go get your guy. Unless, unless you know, Oklahoma City is that desperate for Scotty Barnes that you can take something from them to move down to six, or Golden State's that desperate for Scotty Barnes that you can take something and move down to seven or whatever it is. There's no reason to wait. Take your guy. I, I often say like the... The, the comparison I make to this is Donovan Mitchell. Um, it, people kind of forget this part of the Donovan Mitchell story. Um, you know, and you can listen to Locked On Jazz. I know David David Locke's done a really good job telling these stories. The, 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 the Jazz were convinced that Donovan Mitchell was their guy. And so, when the 13th pick came up, when the Denver Nuggets were set to select with the 13th pick, and could you imagine if Donovan Mitchell were on the Denver Nuggets instead? Um, when the Denver Nuggets came up to pick, Utah traded... Tyler Lydon and Trey Lyles to move up in that draft, to move into that draft. They took advantage of that a little bit. And again, absolutely the right pick, absolutely the right decision. They, they targeted someone, they got him. Spurs did the same with Kawhi Leonard. They traded George Hill, a trade that Greg Popovich still says is one of the more difficult trades that he's ever had to do. Kawhi Leonard was worth it. There's always value to finding your guy. To, to identifying talent, not worrying about the pick number, 
Worrying about the player. Worrying about the person. You hear Jeff Weltman talk about it. Jamal Mosley's talked a little bit about it. It's about the people. Bringing the right people into your building. Bringing the right cultural fit of a person into your building. And developing them not, as, not just as a, per, as a player, but as a person as well. It's all going to help. So the Magic have this little backstop. And so, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of mapped things out this way. The Magic need a star. That's the number one priority. And I think the pick, I think one of the picks they should make is a star swing. We'll talk a little bit more about, about that in relation to Jonathan Kuminga or Scotty Barnes uh, in a moment. Um, but one of the picks they should make is absolutely a star swing. Get someone who's going to potentially be the team's star. And with that second pick, take someone who is pretty clearly going to be a role player. Maybe still has some upside, but can, can still fill a role on the, on the team. That's why in just about every mock draft I've done, I've taken Jonathan Kuminga with the fifth pick and Moses Moody with the eighth pick. And I'm open to James McKnight. I'm not, I'm not you know, saying, saying that I don't, don't take him. But um, to me, Moses Moody is a very, very safe pick with a little bit, a little bit of upside to maybe be a little bit more. I, I'm not sold he can be a, a top-scoring option, but I don't need him to be, um, especially if my home run swing goes through. Jonathan Kuminga, to me, is a home run swing. We don't, we don't know what he is. He's still got a long way to go, a long way to develop. And to me, that is an appropriate gamble for the team to make right now. They need a star, and they can use the second pick to fill out shooting. Or perhaps they could flip it. Perhaps they take a James McKnight, take a little bit of a home run swing, who's also a shooter, uh, with that first pick, and then go for a Josh Giddy, a little bit more of a home run swing, or someone else with that second pick. There are a lot of possibilities, obviously. There are a lot of different ways this thing can go. And there are plenty of talented players. I can tell you, outside, there are very few players that I would be upset about taking an eighth. There are players I like more, players I like less, but there's very few players that I would be upset about taking eighth. Eight, eight is still a good part of this draft. I think the draft really starts to fall off at around 11, 12. Um, so the Magic, I think, are in a good position. But at the end of the day, Yes, the Magic have some clear needs they have to find and, and, and anything like that, and they have to be very intentional about filling them. But at the end of the day, it's about the people you take. It's about the person. It's about the player. It's about targeting the right people. If you do that, you're going to have a chance to have a successful draft. We'll talk more about that Jonathan Kuminga, Scotty Barnes debate coming up here in just a moment. But first... Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season now in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the road to the finals, our NBA Finals coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it, and at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games. A little bit more this season. No playoff coverage today. Instead, we're going to talk about 
Uh, something that's at the heart of the the biggest debate that the Magic are facing in this draft. Um, if the draft goes as everyone plans, it, in some order, it'll be Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan Mobley, and Jalen Suggs in the top four. Um, there's certainly been some discussion about Jonathan Kuminga breaking through that top four, some discussion about Scotty Barnes breaking through that at top four. But if everything goes as everyone expects... Um, the Magic will be picking fifth with Jonathan Kuminga and Scotty Barnes on the board. And and for a lot of people, those two guys are the next guys in this class. Um, you know, for a long time, this was a five-person draft with Kuminga included. It became a four-plus-one-person draft. And now the general consensus seems to be this is a four-plus-two. There's that clear top four, and then there's Scotty Barnes and Jonathan Kuminga. And so the Magic are kind of left with this choice. And it's a choice that I've been left with on several mock drafts. Um, and a choice that I've consistently made the same way. But, you know, as I've watched a little bit more Kaminga, heard some heard some draft people that I respect talk a little bit more about him and some of the concerns about him, I definitely share some of those concerns. Um, and I think, you know, Jonathan Kuminga's interview in Orlando, now workout, if he can do a workout in Orlando, if he does an interview in Orlando, he's in Tampa the other day with the Raptors. Um, his, his, whatever interaction he has with the Magic, is going to be really important. Because like I said, it's about picking the person more than picking the player. Because you, you could pick the wrong player. You could pick the right player, but it's the wrong person, and that person doesn't develop into the player they can become. They got to they gotta have the right attitude, and certainly that's a culture that the Magic want to build too. Um, people, you know, Kuminga to me is extremely talented. Um, you know, I don't think there's getting any way around it. He is a really, a really he's built really well for the NBA, he has an NBA-ready body. He can attack the basket. Um, he can, you know, he can finish well. He's, he has a scores attitude or a scores knack, um, which the Magic absolutely need. Um, but the question is, is he going to make the right decisions? He's still really, really young. Um, he's, his shot is still really inconsistent. Uh, despite having a lot of defensive tools, he didn't look super engaged defensively in the G League bubble. Um, there's Jonathan Kuminga would require a lot of work. But the upside is tremendous. Whereas Scotty Barnes is a really good player now and, and will continue to get better, um, who can defend all four positions. He's a Swiss Army knife. He, a lot of people have been comparing him to like a, a more athletic Draymond Green. Um, he's a Swiss Army knife on that end. He can be a, a playmaker from the forward spot and, and create for others. Um, his offensive game, though, needs a lot of work. Um, he was a very poor shooter outside the paint. And even watching him attack the basket... His shot's a little awkward. And so obviously, you know, if you're not picking at the very, very top of the draft, you're picking players with some flaw, with some flaws and, and some issues that they need to work out and some issues that they'll, they'll need to iron out. At the end of the day, these are all 18 or 19-year-old 19-year-old players. They're, they're not done. They're not done getting better. And so you're not drafting guy to be a finished product. You're not drafting guy to contribute a ton immediately. You're making an investment in the future. And, and that's ultimately why I have consistently, and, and, and despite some second-guessing, still land on Jonathan Kuminga over Scotty Barnes in this debate. For me, the, uh, for me, the, the Magic need a star. Like, that, like let's, let's just, there's no, just, there's no other way around it. The reason why everyone's so infatuated with Jalen Green, the reason why there's so much invested in this draft, the Magic need a star. They need someone that they can give the ball to with 10 seconds left on the shot clock 
isolate him and get a basket. They need someone that's going to be able to step up in playoff games and give them a little extra level. It's something they haven't really had since Dwight Howard and from the wing haven't had since Tracy McGrady. It's been a long time. The Magic need a true star to center this franchise. Orlando's got a lot of really good players. There, there are very few young guys on this team that I don't like. Like even Mo Bamba, there's stuff to like about him that just hasn't come together yet. But the Magic don't have that one guy. I've asked this question a million times when it comes to Kamingan Barnes. The first question you got to ask about either of those players is how do they fit with the other players on the roster, or specifically with them, with those two, Jonathan Isaac and Chumo Kiki. And then the next question has to be, well, are these players better than what you already have? Or can they be better than what you already have? At this point, the Magic don't have a player to center their team around. They don't have a player that you look at and say, this is the guy whose skills we need to accentuate, who we need to build up. Right now, the closest to that is Jonathan Isaac. And I really like Jonathan Isaac. I think Jonathan Isaac's a fantastic player. He is a a player, you know, a a great defender, an elite defender. He's a really good player. But his offensive game has always lagged. And, you know, again, I, I, I think the Magic made the right pick taking him, but... My concerns with him coming out of college were that he was not aggressive enough to be a star. The Magic need to take, like I said, a home run swing on a star somewhere in this draft. And for me, that place is the fifth pick. Because Jonathan Kuminga, if he can get all the pieces together, is a potential star. He's got the skill, he's got the talent, he's got the talent, he's got the potential skill. He's got the ability to take that his game to another level. Uh, you know, a lot of the draft experts that I've read say there are four, five, maybe even six players that they would grade higher than any player picked in last year's draft. And maybe that's a little little much, but Kaminga's going top three in last year's draft. Kaminga would, Kaminga would probably go number one in next year's draft, or at least in the top three again in next year's draft. The talent is not the question. And so, yes, it does ultimately go back to who is the person. Because you are taking a huge gamble on Kuminga. Kuminga could flame out very easily. Because if he doesn't hit stardom, what is he? Like that's, I think that's a real question to ask about Jonathan Kuminga. Like I said, the Magic have the eighth pick to kind of give them some cover um, and to, to, to protect themselves so that they make sure they get at least one quality player out of this draft. But, but the Magic need a hit. They need to swing for the fences a little bit. And while I like Scotty Barnes a lot, I don't see a star in Scotty Barnes. I see a really solid player who helps facilitate and make, te- make a-, a good team better. But I don't see a fit with Jonathan Isaac. I don't see a fit with... Yeah, I see a better fit with Chumo Kiki, but I don't see Scotty Barnes as ultimately being better than Jonathan Isaac when he's healthy. And to me, that makes it more difficult to pick him. Now, the interview process is really important here. If, you know, Kuminga comes into the interview and Magic Brass is not impressed with who he is as a person, pass on him. Scotty Barnes is the next best, best player, next be, most talented player. You know, I'll, I have a lot of questions about the fit and everything else, but take him. Take your guy. If Scotty Barnes impressed the Magic in the interview that he had a few weeks ago, take him. It's not, it, it shouldn't be super complicated. 
If someone else impresses them more, take him. But the team needs a star. And that should still be the goal of this draft. Take a big swing on someone. Whether it's McKnight, whether it's Johnson, whether whether it's Keon Johnson, whether it's Jalen Johnson, whether it's Moses Moody, whether whoever it is, take a chance on someone. And then use your second pick to solidify the roster with someone that you can rely on. That's where that's where I stand on this. Obviously, I think that, yeah, Scotty Barnes fits a lot of the things the Magic like. He's versatile. He's a good defender. He's got length. He, he fits a lot of, he checks a lot of the boxes the Magic like. Kuminga should too, by the way. And I think the quiet from Kuminga's camp, um, you know, relatively as, you know, we haven't seen Kuminga play. And, and I think it is important to note that he had an injury in the bubble. And I think that really depressed a lot of his numbers. So Kuminga's got a, knock his interviews out of the park. At the end of the day, Kuminga's got to knock his interviews out of the park. And if he does that, then everything will go exactly how everyone thought it would anyway. And the Magic may yet have their star. Let's talk a little bit about some other notes uh, as I put together my big board um, on OrlandoMagicDaily.com coming up here in just a minute. But first, Bilt Bar is back and better than ever with so many delicious flavors. There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their faves. I'm definitely passionate about this product too. Uh, I am not a big protein bar person. Don't work out enough to need protein bars. I don't need a meal replacement bar. I need just a snack to get me through my day uh, and give me the little energy boost that you need You need to, to finish, finish things off before dinner. And that's where Built Bar comes in because it is not a meal replacement bar. You go to the grocery store, you buy a protein bar, it doesn't taste like cookies and cream or whatever it says on the on the wrapping, and then you look at the box, you look at the packaging, and it says it's 350 calories. You're eating a whole nother meal. You don't need that. That's why Built Bar is best. It comes in some amazing flavors like mint brownie, double chocolate, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I've had all these flavors, and I'm always impressed by how good they are. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros on these: 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, so you can run like they can. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. So I want to close out today's show by, by just going a little bit over um, my my big board that I posted on NBA, on OrlandoMagicDaily.com uh, yesterday. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, not a lot's going to change on a big board at this point. You know, yes, I, I'm watching a little bit more tape. I'm getting to know some of these players a little bit deeper in the draft a little bit better. So there's probably more movement in that tier of the draft. Um, my last big board was kind of sorted in tiers. This one I wanted to focus more on fit and need. Um, and I kind of came to... Uh, a grouping of players that I'm naming the secret stars. Um, every draft has them. Every draft has players who, you know, outperform their expectations, who, you know, scouts not necessarily miss on, but scouts had questions about that get answered um, over the course of the year. And obviously, a, a big board is not how the draft goes, and a draft is not how the actual results go. I mean, after all, we are watching 
The number 13 pick in Devin Booker faced off against number 15 pick in Giannis Antetokounmpo with number three pick Chris Paul and a second round pick in Chris Middleton as supporting players in the NBA Finals right now. If, you know, yes, the odds of getting a star player are higher the higher up in the draft you are because you're getting more overtly talented players, but there are still stars elsewhere in the draft. And really, again, the biggest key for the Magic this draft, our biggest key, just period, is find a star. Now, that star might already be on the roster. It might be Jonathan Isaac. It might be Cole Anthony. It might be RJ Hampton. It might be Chuma Kiki. It might be Markel Fultz. It might be anyone on this roster. But it also might be someone that they pick in this year's draft. And so, there are, I think, a really strong group of players that the Magic can pick around the eighth pick or reach and take them at five that are, quote-unquote, secret stars. Um, to me, James Booknight is kind of the leader of this group. Um, I think that he is just a really gifted scorer. He can score at all three levels. A really good finisher at the rim. Um, you know, again, maybe shot selection is an issue. Maybe he had to carry too much weight uh, at UConn. Uh, he had a, had a wrist injury last year that I think really slowed him down. But this guy can score. Um, and at the end of the day, like even if you're just using that as a sixth man, even that if, if that's ultimately how the Magic replaced like a Terrence Ross or you shoot. This year, put him in a lineup with Terrence Ross, and you finally, and you have a guy who can create a shot for himself. I mean, I think what's what's going to be really interesting for the Magic is you know they can play a Cole Anthony in a second unit with Terrence Ross. So they'll have a second guy who can create his own shot a little bit um, instead of defenses just focusing solely on Terrence Ross. Um, I I really do like Book Knight. Um, I've kind of joked, and I'm not saying that he plays like Donovan Mitchell, but to me, James Book Knight could be like the Donovan Mitchell guy of this draft, a guy that just you know, is in workouts beating everybody um, and it's not really well known and it's not, and people are kind of overlooking him because he had had such a weird college career and his college tape is weird, but there's always someone in every draft that just outworks everyone in workouts. Um, It's not clear if James McKnight is in workouts. I I, I know our pal Nick Renovitz of, of, uh, I think he's, is he still with ESPN? I don't know who's with anymore, but uh, Nick Renovitz, uh, he's the radio voice of the, of the Lakeland Magic. Um, Reported that that James Booknight was in town earlier this week, so you know the Magic definitely going to get their time in with him. Um, it's if if this again, I'm I'm very much about the person. If he is the right person, if he is a if he is a good fit culturally for this team, if he shows that he wants to work hard, that he wants to get better, you know, again, I don't think his season last year is necessarily reflective of how good he can be because of the injury that he was playing through most of last season. Um, we talked about Book Knight earlier this week. I I, re- I do think Book Knight is a real option at number eight. Um, I think, okay, I mean, I would say put it this way. I've taken Moses Moody a lot at number eight. I'm a big fan of Moses Moody. I think that he is at least, at the, ver- at the very minimum, a 3 and D player. Um, at most, he can be, I think, a little bit more than that. Um, to me, Book Knight has a higher ceiling. Book Knight can be a better player, um, but the floor is a little bit lower. To me, Moody's a less risk. And so, like, again... If I'm taking my home run swing with Moses Moody, or I'm taking my home run swing with Jonathan Kuminga, Moses Moody feels a lot safer to me that I'm going to make sure I get a quality player. Book Knight, though, can fit into this league very easily, too. And, and I don't think, I, I think, you know, we can have the Book Knight-Moody debate. You know, again, same kind of deal. Moody safer. Book Knight's a little bit of a home run swing. If that means you take Book Knight, you take Book Knight. And I don't think I'd be upset about it about that at all. Um, another guy that I think you got to keep an eye on, and I know we talked about him uh, yesterday as well, Keon Johnson of Tennessee. Uh, at, at the end of the day, like you need guys with elite skills. You need guys that can do things better than anyone else can do them. Um, why are we so excited about Jonathan Isaac? Why are we still big believers in Jonathan Isaac? It's because Jonathan Isaac 
is as good as any as, as good a defender as anyone in the league. Um, he, I, we expect him to be on the all defensive team very very soon. Um, I I've joked about it. I joked about it when it came out. Uh, this was probably the last all defensive team without Jonathan Isaac on it. Next year, well, next year may very well be the last all defensive team that doesn't include Jonathan Isaac. Um, that's how highly we think of Jonathan Isaac. At this point, Isaac's really the only guy on the team that has an elite level skill, has like a, a star level skill. Like Nikola Vucevic certainly did um, as a jump shooting center, as a passer, as a center. Um, RJ Hampton's speed might get him there if he could put all the other pieces together. Jonathan Isaac right now is the only guy that that I think any of us are super confident on is in the running for awards, is in the running for uh, for major things. Um, I, I think that is... That is that is a big key for everything. Keon Johnson can get into that class um, because of his speed and because of his athleticism. He set the NBA draft combine record for his max vertical leap. Um, I think that he, you know, again, I, I worry about his shooting. His shooting is a big concern. Uh, you got to be able to execute in the half court, and you know, a, a big thing is figuring out how to use your speed in the half court. It's something that RJ Hampton is still figuring out how to do. Keon Johnson would be a little bit of a project, but if all that speed works. Uh, he's an already a good defender. And so you, you like guys that are good defenders because you know they work hard. To be a good defender, you've got to be willing to work hard. Um, if Keon Johnson's shot looks improved, if he if he, if he he uh, can can be a decent threat from the outside, with that speed, he can be a real menace to teams. Uh, he can be a real menace in the paint and a real menace off the dribble, um, especially if the Magic are trying to play with more pressure uh, and get out and transition more. Keon Johnson would seem to really fit that mold a lot better for this team, and so I think that the Magic, I think that the Magic absolutely are um, interested in Keon Johnson. I, I think that the Magic will definitely take a good look at him, and it would not surprise me if he's taken with the eighth pick. Honestly, wouldn't surprise me if he's their reach at five as well. The other guy I want to keep an eye on is Josh Giddy. He's playing for Australia and uh, getting ready for the Olympic Olympics right now. Um, six foot eight forward, led the NBL in assists last year. Again, they're looking for unique skills. You're looking for guys that do something that no one else does. Um, I think that is just that is really really key. Find people that no one can duplicate, that no one can, um, that no one can can kind of match up with. And Giddy would be a matchup nightmare. His shooting is a major concern. There are, there are some signs that his shot is that he's been reworking his mechanics and has been been getting better from the outside. But Giddy again, unique player. Um, you know, that's what stars are. Stars are unique. They do something that no one else in the league can do. Or they do stuff in the league that, that others do, but they do it at the highest level, at the best level. Um, Giddy would be someone very similar to Ben Simmons. Um, he's not, I don't think he's as good of a defender as Ben Simmons. Uh, probably not as athletic as Ben Simmons, but um, very similar to Ben Simmons in the style of play that they run. So again, just because the Magic aren't, you know, maybe in, in line to get one of the top four guys in this draft... They're still kind of they're still quality players to select in this draft. And like I said, the strategy the, the, the number one they're, they're, the Magic should have two goals in this draft: find a star, find some shooting, like really really simple stuff. They've got to really I make sure that they can identify who they believe is going to be star. And like I said, once that person's identified, go get them. Whatever it costs, go get them. Again, if they think Jalen Green is hundred percent that guy, go get him. If they think Keon Johnson is their future star. Don't wait for him eight. Take him at five. Like I'm serious about that. I don't care what the convention says. I don't care that I have him eight on my board. If the Magic are convinced he's a star, get him at five. Just get him. Get him in your building. Show that you believe in him and begin to build and develop him. And I think that's that's really a big key to the draft strategy. 
there will be plenty more draft coverage to come in the weeks ahead. Starting on Monday, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts are going to make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Be sure to follow this podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun ways to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. I want to thank everyone who joined the Spotify Green Room on Thursday. I apologize that I was not able to air it uh, on here. A little bit of a, a technical snafu um, with getting the recording. Uh, from Spotify, but you can always join our Spotify green rooms. I'm planning to do another one on Thursday at 5 p.m. That's our normal time, Thursday at 5 p.m., one week to go before the draft on July 22nd. So hope to see you there for Spotify green room. We'll have plenty more reminders about that coming up uh, throughout the week. But until next time, have a great weekend, everyone. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Prosperin-Reich. We'll see you all again for another episode of Locked on Magic.